Hi, my name is Brandi Petarakis, and I'm the owner of Blue Bee Counseling Services. I'm a mother and wife who is passionate about life and has found joy in helping others improve their mental health. The goal of this podcast is not only to provide enriching entertainment, but to help others in their pathway to have a more fulfilling life. This in no way is a replacement for therapy. Follow us on this journey of mental health awareness. Blue Bee Counseling Services now presents this podcast, Therapist Table Talk. Hi, welcome to Therapist Table Talk. My name is Brandi Petarakis and I'm an LCSW and work at Blue Bee Counseling Services. Today I have with me my favorite person in the whole world, <laughs> Maddie. I love Maddie. Okay, Maddie, introduce yourself to Hi, the world. Hi, I'm Maddie. Um, I'm a CSW right now, a certified social worker, but I'm getting my license in a couple weeks. We have to celebrate that. Yes. Woo! That's awesome. <laughs> that is so it's fun. exciting, yeah. It and, is. Yeah. It's a lot of work to get that. Yes. But I don't think we celebrate that enough, so yes, we need to make sure I we agree. do that. I agree. Yeah, that's so awesome. Well, we're so excited to have you here today with us. And Maddie has had some really great things that's happened um, as far as part of the therapeutic training world where she reached out and got a little bit more training in something that we call therapeutic yoda, yoga. And did you almost hear that? I almost said yoga. Yoda. And everyone's like, oh, oh, all the husbands in the room are like turning their ears. What, what are you listening to, honey? What are you listening to? Too. <laughs> that sounds nice. I can do that. Therapeutic Yoda is coming to you. But anyway, it's not Yoda. Next we're time. so sorry. Next time that will be on our next one. But today we're talking about therapeutic yoga. And this is so fun. So let's talk about it. I don't know if everyone knows like what is yoga. We always hear it as part of an exercise. Um, so for me, that's kind of X off my list. Like we don't talk about exercise at my yeah. house. I'm working on that. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about yoga. Yeah. So to me, and from what I've learned, yoga is movement and it's breathing and it's intention. So like a lot of times if you've ever been to a yoga class or if you want to go to one, this is something to expect, but they always say, set your intention. I mean, some people don't, but a lot of people in yoga say, set your intention. You know, what do you want to notice about yourself? What do you want to do today? Um, and then a lot of it involves breathing and movement and kind of just going through a flow in that way. Um, it's also a lifestyle. Ooh. Like I remember when I first started doing yoga, I started craving salads Really? Which I did not like salads before. Like, I did not like veggies before. That is me. I hate salads. Maybe I need to start yoga. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But for real, like, when you start doing that movement and that breathing and you feel good, you're like, you actually start craving what your body needs, which Mm -hmm. is like salad and veggies and fruits and natural things. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Well, this sounds like really interesting stuff here. I love the part of breathing, um, being intentional and movement. Um, We move all day long. We breathe all day long. Yeah. You know, but I think sometimes we've lost a lot of intention. Yes. And we become so caught up in the in the everyday bustle of all the things going on around us that sometimes we're not, we're kind of autopiloted yeah. into like zombie mode is what I yeah. like to call, tell my clients is like we're zombie mode. Like break open, have the awakeness of opening our eyes and being really present in the here and now. And I love this part about yoga is learning how to be intentional through being present. And so let's talk a little bit about intention. Yeah. So intention can be like kind of examples. Yeah. Okay. So intention can be like, like in a yoga class, for instance, it can be like, I really just want to focus on my breathing, right? I really just want to make sure that I'm breathing even when it's hard because sometimes yoga is hard. And um, 
I just want to make sure that I'm making myself feel relaxed because we feel relaxed when we breathe. Um, another example of intention would be like mine is always, I just want to stretch my body out. Like I just want to, cause it feels so good when you, when you get to know it and you practice it, you can just find ways that it feels good to your body. And so that's another example of an intention is I just want to stretch my body out. Make I it love feel good that. Today. That is really cool. I think as I'm thinking about this and I've done yoga a couple times with, um, some treatment centers that I've been a part of, which has been really awesome. If you want to go and have a really meaningful moment, go with a treatment center and go do yoga it pulls out all sorts of fill goods inside. And um, when I was there, I was just constantly thinking my intention that day was you don't look as ridiculous as everybody else. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was my intention. Get out the negative thoughts, mm-hmm. get out all of the uglies and mm-hmm. just say, embrace it. Mm-hmm. Just go with it. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. And so, cause you're going to make some weird movements in yoga. Yes. Let's and talk about movement. Yeah. So, um, Another thing that I really love about yoga, and this is kind of a myth of yoga, actually, Ooh. if that's okay to go into. Yeah, let's go into some of the myths. Yeah, so I have a few. So one is that yoga is for flexible and smaller people. Good. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, that's what we think, though, because we see, you know, on TV or we're in a class, like, mm-hmm. a lot of the teachers tend to be smaller and very flexible and it's like wow they know their stuff they have the perfect body for it and it's like not all all of us have that body not all of us are smaller in size or frame and that is okay and I think that's that's a myth that's out there that that says you have to be in that category in order to do yoga but I want you to feel encouraged that in anybody you can do yoga and I love that. Yeah, and it's just yes. about knowing your body and knowing what accommodations you need, and it's okay to have accommodations. Yoga is definitely not about, oh, I need to do this pose this right way or look this way with this pose. It's definitely more about, I need to feel this way. I need to feel this stretch, mm. essentially. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Well, due to the myths, I now feel a little bit more connected to yoga. Like, I might like it a little more. Yeah, right? (laughs) Yeah, if I don't have to, like, do it correctly, and I can be a little bit bigger while doing it, because, man, I love my ice cream. So, that way, we can, like, find a place in our heart to, like, find acceptance and, and really embrace it. Yeah. Yeah. And then another myth is that yoga is, is just about flexibility. Like a lot of us Mm -hmm. feel like we have to be flexible. Like I tell people, Oh yeah, I do yoga. I love it. And they're like, Oh, I'm not that flexible. Oh, my body doesn't work that way. (laughs) That's what we hear. Mm -hmm. But actually I've learned that yoga is actually about strength. Ooh. Like if we have strength in our muscles, then we can actually put them places that look flexible or feel flexible, but we have to have that foundation of strength. So yoga is really more about strength. And then the last myth that I have is that yoga is just movement. But like I said earlier, like yoga is not just movement. Yoga is breathing. Like a lot of mm-hmm. yoga is breathing. You have to find your breath in classes typically before you even find the movement. And you move to the breath. Ooh, wow. Yeah. That's beautiful. Like as you inhale, you do something specific. And as you exhale, you do something specific. And so there's so yoga is not just about movement, but it's about breath. And it's about lifestyle too. It becomes a, like a practice, essentially, and it becomes something common in your life. I could see how that would take part. A lot of times when we do mindfulness in therapeutic sessions and we're teaching the breath because mm-hmm. all of us have to use breath, right? But it's intentional breathing mm-hmm. that becomes so important and intentional movement. 
and uh, intentional thinking mm-hmm. and all of those things, it's it's fascinating how it does open up that heart mm-hmm. a little bit more mm-hmm. and allows us to go to places that normally is very closed off and won't mm-hmm. allow us to, which leads us to this next section. Yeah. Let's talk about the difference between yoga and like therapeutic yoga. Yeah. So what I trained on is um, trauma-informed yoga. And there's lots of different types of yoga that I learned about. There's trauma-informed, there's trauma-sensitive, then there's invitational yoga. And then after that, I don't remember exactly the names, but they're more of like commands, like do this, do that. Um, Invitational yoga is what you'll normally see with a lot of yoga teachers. And it's, I invite you to do this. I invite you to do that. I like that. Yeah, it's very nice and I like to be invited. Yeah, yeah, right? (laughs) It's a very nice way to to feel like, you know to do the thing that you may or may not want to do. And they're always like, you know, you can always go to child's pose if you don't want to do the pose. And so that's nice. Um, The type of yoga that I learned is trauma-informed and why it's so important is because we have people with trauma. A lot of us have trauma. A lot of people with trauma. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, trauma's in the body. Mm -hmm. Trauma gets stuck in the mind and it gets stuck in the body. And a lot of our body has been violated with trauma. Yes. With whatever way it may have been. And in trauma-informed yoga, we're given choice. So it's not, I invite you to do this, but it's, do this if this feels good for you. Do this Mm. if this feels okay for you. You choose for yourself. And it is so powerful because you wouldn't think, like, if you go to a yoga class and it's trauma-informed, you know you probably got some trauma if you really love that type of yoga. (laughs) Because you're like, wow, like, I have a choice in this. I don't have to do this. And then a lot of what's cool about trauma-informed yoga is that if there's noises in the background, they'll say, you might notice some noises. It's okay. I'm keeping my eyes open for that. Or you can close your eyes or you don't have to. It's very, like, acknowledging of how trauma works Mm. in our body. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what, I love that. What the difference is, is typical yoga is more invitational Mm -hmm. and then trauma informed or therapeutic yoga is more, it's your choice. You do this if it feels good for you. And if you don't, that's okay too. I love that. Well, I think that that is so special because there is a lot of us that does not, well, we don't really recognize the differences or we've never even heard of trauma-informed yoga. Right. And so now to be like opened and understanding of trauma-informed yoga, that can be a super beautiful thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. And so where is this, is this only found through like therapeutic places like perhaps counseling centers or, you know, could they go to like their local gym and ask if they have trauma-informed yoga like how does that work yeah that's a good question um so you're gonna see a lot of this in counseling centers probably Mm -hmm. whether it's by a counselor or by someone who has done the training in trauma informed um my trainer was a therapist as well as a yogi teacher Mm -hmm. um i am a therapist and now a yoga teacher and a lot of the people that were doing the training were therapists um and also there were some that were like nutritionists and some that were um victims advocates that are with the police that help people who are sexually assaulted and things like that. Um, So there was a lot of cool different, you know, varieties. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you're going to see a lot of the trauma-informed yoga in a counseling center and they'll usually have flyers up or Mm -hmm. you can go to their website. Um, 
as far as like yoga teachers, there's not a lot of trauma-informed yoga teachers. This mm-hmm. is like kind of a new thing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and in fact, my yoga teacher who trained me is trying to, you know, become more popular so that more people can do it. Okay. Um, but yeah, I would essentially think you could research trauma-informed yoga and see, you know, they might have a directory or a local place that does it. Ooh, I love that. That is awesome. That is actually one thing that Blue Bee Counseling Center would, or services would love to provide for a lot of our clients is uh, that therapeutic yoga, you know, early morning or late at night. Um, We're looking for new spaces and hopefully we can come up with one that's more outdoors that we can provide for our clients. But that is just incredible. It's interesting, all the different modalities and all the different methods of really healing, you know, and when we can encompass multiple of them, we find that in research that all of these together really help out. One of the biggest things I, I researched and found out is like yoga therapy isn't just all in one. It can be for some people, but in conjunction with medications or in conjunction with actual therapy, it can actually be a lot more healing. Mm. And so the percentage rate goes up, which I thought was really fascinating. So that is, that is incredible. Uh, A couple of things that I wanted to talk about is like, what does like, we talked about trauma Mm -hmm. yoga. Um, Let's talk about some other things that might be very possibly helped in yoga as well. So a couple of the things that they came up with online that I noticed was uh, definitely grief yoga, which I thought this was a fascinating one. And maybe we can stop here for just a second if that's okay. Yeah. Um, We're not just talking about passing of a loved one, but maybe where your circumstances drastically change, such as a loss of a job or... um, it could even be like a loss of a pet or even maybe a loss of an item that you felt was very, very um, important to you. Uh, I do work with people who have intense grief and I'll tell you that there is sometimes in therapy, we get stuck, you know, and we get stuck because the in therapy, a lot of it has to do with the voice. Mm-hmm. Like if they, they they need to talk out their emotions and talk out their feelings and we need to... But if they can't talk because the emotion is so strong, I have found that yoga, uh, grief-centered yoga, tends to be something that is really, really powerful um, in opening up that voice and allowing them to be able to speak. Um, a couple of the, the situations that I've noticed is like hiccuping. Like I'll find that when clients come in, their chest will like convolt mm-hmm. a little mm-hmm. or they'll hiccup. Um, they'll go to speak and they can't. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a frog's got th- crop in their throat. Mm-hmm. Or when they do speak, they have to stop mm-hmm. because the emotion is too mm-hmm. intense to be able to speak. And so in grief yoga, they talk about a couple of different things, which I thought was interesting. It's the same thing that you brought up, which is the movement mm-hmm. and the sound or the breath but they also include sound Mm -hmm. which I love and so it was very fascinating taking a course um to like really be able to like dive in to the sound of yoga and how important that is in grieving and so like with my clients I'll make them stand up and 
they hate this. And I'm like, we're going to embrace <laughs> the ridiculousness mm-hmm. of this. And it's just about like moving the mm-hmm. arms. And then as you come down, which we've kind of talked a little bit about is like being intentional in and out mm-hmm. when you're breathing. But when they come down, they make a really loud noise, yeah. you know, and w- with that really loud noise, and it can be any noise that mm-hmm. they feel like they need to make. Mm-hmm. And so I've heard screaming, I've heard moaning, um, I've heard like um, really weird laughters, like mm. um, all sorts of just convulsive sounds mm. sometimes. And after doing it for a couple of minutes, we find that it's really fascinating how they're able to bring themselves to a place of being able to speak again. Mm. You know, and the beauty of that, of like gaining our voice mm-hmm. and how that can be important in trauma. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people with trauma, they feel like they don't have a voice because of whether it's being dismissed by parents as, a, as children or whether it's they felt unsafe. Because mm-hmm. when you're feeling unsafe, you're not going to, you know, yes. say something. You're going to kind of hide, you know. Yes. Um, so a lot of people with trauma end up feeling like they don't have a voice or um, end up feeling like it's wrong to mm-hmm. have a voice. It's unsafe to have a voice. Yeah, so, yeah, that is very true. And so reaching out to this, there's some benefits to yoga that you may or yeah. may not know about. So me and Maddie are going to kind of team Uh, tell these here so a healthy spine I guess there was a study in 2011 and it compared scans of yoga teachers spines to those of people who didn't practice yoga and the yogis actually had stronger spine which was fascinating and um, with less degenerative damage to discs that makes sense you do a lot of you know spine movement movement and yoga and like I said it's about strength so that makes sense um it looks like another thing is focus and cognitive health health Mm -hmm. so and that totally makes sense because it kind of helps you be more mindful helps you be more aware and be able to focus on things um apparently in 2015 in this research review um it says that it will help speed up your brain's processing and um improve your focus and boost your cognitive functions so, which i love that yeah we all That's need so that great. one of the other ones is more energy we all need more energy we have way too many things that we have to do every day mm-hmm. so getting more energy uh with those power poses there's also a study in 2017 that talks about this and you just need you don't need a whole hour um but just two mm-hmm. minutes yeah And that's so important, I think. And we've talked about this Mm -hmm. in the past, like, you know, realistic baby steps of goals. Mm -hmm. This is the same for yoga. Like when I first started doing yoga, I was doing, you know, online classes like YouTube, I guess, watching YouTube and doing it in my living room because I didn't feel comfortable to go into a class. Um, And I also didn't know what I was doing. So I was like, I don't know. (laughs) And I would research beginner ones, you know, and so I'd do that. But then when I started getting into this training, I started doing my own, Mm -hmm. my own 15 minute ones. And that's about as long as I usually go is about 15 minutes right now. Mm-hmm. Because when you start to learn it, you kind of start to learn the poses and how to go with them and stuff like that. But it's so important to do baby steps for that. So I two minutes that. is great. Two minutes. They also talk about that playing with your kid every day. You just need two minutes yes. or five minutes of yeah. playing with a child every day to yeah. feel connected and to gain that attachment yeah. with them, which is so awesome. The next one is weight loss. Um of course, the researchers believe that likely due to yoga's ability to reduce cortisol. Yeah. It's one of your stress hormones. Totally makes sense because mm-hmm. you hear that stress hormones kind of hold on to fat. Yes. And so when you get your cortisol levels, you know, leveled, it makes you 
lose weight if you need to or not if you don't need to. Yes, which yeah. I love that. Let's maybe jump into these just a little faster yeah. and then we'll go into a couple of things for therapeutic reasons, which I think is really amazing. Yeah. So uh, we can talk about better sleep mm-hmm. is one of them. Stronger bones mm-hmm. is another one. There we go. Better balance. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yeah. You walk across that bridge without falling off. <laughs> really for back and neck pain. Yes. Healthy knees. I have trouble with my knees, so yeah. that's one maybe I need to work on. A strong heart and a groove and digestive tract. Yes. That's Yoga's so good for digestive <laughs> tract. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that. While we are totally now all of us so in love with yoga (laughs) and we're going to go back and we're going to be like signing up for those classes all online and researching and looking into all different types of stress yoga and there probably are people that are even curious like well do i have trauma yoga like maybe or trauma maybe i need to go do trauma yoga go do it yeah why not yeah we all have trauma of different things yes people have said things that have hurt us in the past you know and just to come to our sense of oneness and to be able to let and let those pass by us and go what are some really quick strategies since we're almost out of time here today is a couple of strategies for those people that are maybe feeling stressed or feeling depressed um or, you know, maybe have trauma that they can just do like in their car or just as they're waking up in their rooms mm-hmm. or maybe even at work in their desk mm-hmm. when they need just a little bit of something, something to help them get through the yeah. day. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of things. So I'll just go over some of the, the few smaller things. Um, but breathing's a big one. Um, and, you know, a lot of us therapists do like a belly breathing, right? Where yes. we really just breathe into our belly without our chest really coming up. We want our belly to really expand and then to breathe out our mouth if you feel comfortable with it. And I like to breathe out my mouth because it just sounds nice. Yes. And it's almost like getting the energy out, right? Because yes. that anxiety is hot energy, right? Yes. So if you're and feeling it could anxious. be a little bit of using your voice as well yeah. in that, which Sound, is Sound, yeah, humming. Mm-hmm. Um, other things that you can do, I mean, like you said, kind of just bringing your arms, arms up and inhaling and exhaling down. Like, that's just a nice stretch to do that, yes. you know? And it's like, I'm rising, you know, it's morning time. Yes. I'm rising up kind of thing. So yes, I think exactly. those are a couple things that you could do. I love that. That is perfect. So I want you as uh, fun little viewers today, and if you're not listening to this, you can always watch this on YouTube. We have it there as Therapist Table Talk. And I want you to take a moment and do two, or let's actually do three, really deep breaths. So I want you to take a big deep breath in through your nose. And then use your stomach belly as you breathe out. And then breathe in through your nose. Use your stomach and breathe out. Okay, one more. Let's do a good one. In through your nose. And out. I want you to pay very close attention to the way your body feels right now. It's interesting because you get tingles up and down your arms. Or there's not a better way than to add oxygen throughout your whole body all at once and to revitalize those areas that just need a little bit more movement, a little bit more notice of attention and to pay attention to how your body's feeling today. And as you go out through this day and you're feeling a little bit more stress or a little bit more depression or even feelings of overwhelmness, which us moms tend to get a lot, take a moment, do three big deep breaths like this, maybe stretch a little bit, and then maybe call out and find your next yoga teacher, right? Yeah. 
<laughs> anyway, thanks for, for joining us today at Therapist Table Talk. We are so glad that you're here. And hopefully you'll join us next time as we're going to talk about a bunch of other mental therapeutic uh, topics that can help us be a little bit more aware. Thanks for joining nice. us, Maddie. Thank you. Yeah. That was fun. Okay. Bye.